welcome to season two, episode one of the Pretty Little Prisons podcast with your host, Wendy Watts. They say home is where the heart is, but what if your home doesn't feel like home at all? Maybe your heart's not there because you're feeling unfulfilled for some reason. Maybe the American dream isn't all you'd hoped it would be. Maybe that emotional debt, that emotional mortgage or emotional rent that keeps you trapped in your home is something that makes it feel like a prison on the inside, even if it's got great curb appeal on the outside and all appearances of perhaps the perfect family or the quintessential American dream from an observer's perspective. How do you, how do you break free, right? So that's confinement arc of the pretty little prison we call home number one. And again, this is not for those of you who have healthy homes. That's why this, this podcast is directed specifically at people who are experiencing a confinement arc within something that is supposed to be a personal freedom space. And home should be the space where you feel the greatest amount of peace, joy, tranquility. It should be your daily sanctuary. So if it isn't that, then this is for you, or it could be for you. Um, And that's, again, the goal or the target of this podcast is to help transform um, and evolve out of these mind traps, these mental, these confinement arcs that we experience in the different aspects of society that we live in. And so in this case, maybe home feels like a prison because post COVID you're working from home and now you don't have the ability to compartmentalize or differentiate the work sector from the home sector. Now everything's rolled all into one and it's just like, a steam engine 24-7. It's just work, 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 work. It's either homework or work, work. Okay, so that could be one reason why it feels confining. Now you need to actually take a vacation and escape your home just to find peace and sanctuary, only to return to the source of the stress to begin with. Okay. Another reason might be your perception of the location. Maybe you live in a city or a state or an area where you'd rather not live, or there's a stigma attached to it. So you either, A, people would judge you for it when you tell them where you're from or where you were born or grew up, because home is really twofold, right? For most com- for the purpose of most common discussions, people say, well, where are you from and where do you live now, right? So if the place that you're from and the place you live now are not places that people generally assume with the sweeping and generalizations and stereotypes that people typically assign when they ask these sort of demographically profiling questions, either in an, in an introduction or uh, a new meeting, you feel required to divulge where you grew up and where you live now. And if those two locations are not necessarily complimentary or you know that that you're immediately going to get judged and that's really not having anything to do with who you are, it can feel kind of like a prison. People are putting a judgment on you 
just based on where you're born and where you live now. You know, even within a city, okay? Uh, New York, well, what borough? You know, what street? They want to, you know, oh, I'm on the west side. Oh, upper west? Okay, so that's just one example. Um, so it's it's tough because, you know, now, again, home kind of from the concept of home, there's there's some further extrapolation there, right? It's not just physical place where you, you know, your residence, but ultimately the feeling of home should be a happy one, right? One we are proud of. I love my home. I love where I live. And if it's not that, then how do you, how do you break free from home as a pretty little prison? Okay. So couple of ideas. First of all, looking within, going within. Home is wherever you are. And when we talk about where you are collectively, that's not just the physical space around you, okay? Not just the address where you live, but where your mind heart, spirit resides. Okay, so think of it internally as home plate, like in baseball. You got to protect the plate, okay? Because the plate is that source of home base. That's, that's you've got to protect that like a batter because anything that's going to interfere with your internal feelings of home will threaten to <laughs> choke the the freedom, the feeling of freedom out of your existence, right? So rule number one, protect home plate. Don't let anybody steal home, meaning your peace of mind, your joy coming from within. Don't let them steal that from you. Whether it's their location-based judgment thinking, hey, that's their limitation, not yours if they choose to assign some thought or perception on you based on where you live. Because let's face it, even if you choose not to answer the question because you don't feel like it's important, they may Google it or find out anyway. And when they do, oh, you're a Southerner. Oh, you're a Northerner. Oh, you're, you know, depending on where you're from, again, it could have just so many, so many associations, right? So many potential trajectories, um, in terms of association with, with other human beings. Um, another way home can be a pretty little prison. I mean, again, geographically, if where you live is in, you know, in a, in a school district where you'd like your kids to go, or if it's not in a place that even feels safe for you to be, um, those are logistical aspects that, you know, one would have to find a solution for and strategize. How can I take steps to move out of the space where I am? How could I afford to move, rent it, move to a different neighborhood, um, or just better protect myself in the interim between where you are and ultimately being in a place that you would like to call home. So 
There's factor two, how can you find inner peace? Well, if you know that even if where you're at is not where you want to be, if you know you are strategizing and taking micro steps, micro shifts towards where you want to go and where you want to be, that can help assuage the the daily uh, challenges because you will know that you are making sequential and consistent efforts to move out of the place where you are so you're not then stuck in sort of a spin cycle of, well, I'm here and I'm stuck here and how do I get out? If you figured out a way to transition away from where you are, whether it's, you know, um, some voids within within the relationships in the home that's causing a lack of fulfillment or, or inner joy, or if it's or if it's the actual physical place is not safe, the building is not safe, or it, you know the home needs so much work, the roof could collapse, things of this nature. You know there are there are practical reasons why home could also feel like a prison um, if you can't afford to make the improvements required, um, things of this nature. So beyond the obvious recommendations to get help, seek support possibly more transformative is ensuring that your mental health remains intact because you are constantly managing or in control of the concept of home, okay? And that being, okay, well, this is not where I want to where I want to be now, but it's not where I'm going. It's not where I'm going to end up. And it's not always going to be this way because I have a plan and, and you're executing the plan. Okay? Home being the place of avoiding space invaders, meaning people trying to interfere and trample on your thoughts and destroy your, your sense of peace. Don't let them in. Protect the plate. Bat those stray comments those unwelcome questions create those create that box around home plate that space those boundaries where people can't steal home from you don't let them don't let them steal home from you keep smiling keep shining and we'll see you in episode two of season two next podcast looking forward to it bye-bye Today's musical intro was provided by Toontank.com and the artist is Omka, O-M-K-A.